This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in term supply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the six minutes of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now what? afternoon on a, a sunny afternoon here and in the potteries a week is a very long day it'll be very interesting to get everybody's calls in today because of course during this week we've uh, we've said goodbye to rob edwards but we've welcomed slab and billich and he has he and his team have put in a performance especially in the second half that has uh well that's that's certainly food for thought isn't it an interesting uh <laughs> an interesting game no doubt uh, we will, uh, we will. I am sure discuss. I, I think one thing is absolutely the case, which is uh, that Justin, not being in the UK, sees Watford score four goals. What can you say with that, Justin? Enjoying yourself in the Canaries? Yes. Did you manage, did you manage to get to see the game? I did. I managed to watch first half, sat around the pool. Second half, my battery's a bit low, so I'm in my room. But absolutely fantastic. What a difference. What a difference. My initial thoughts were that there was less of the sort of hesitant passing it around the back four or, or the defence that we've seen previously. Um, they looked a little bit sharper. The goals were all very well taken. I think everybody really had a good game, particularly, I think, Iran Loser when he came on, looked excellent. Man, I can't believe it. That was, uh, what a game. What a game. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see where the people who actually went, what they made of the atmosphere there. That's what I'm quite keen to find out because I've seen lots of reports on chants, various chants that have been kind of sung on the terrace today. But uh, as far as I'm concerned, mate, brilliant. Great day. Well, guys, if you if you want to uh, get your comment across, you want to speak today, just hit the request button. If you don't want to speak, but you want to get your message across, but you know, just just put a note in the uh, in the messages there. You can type them out. Mark Hall has already put one in, calling out how good Kamara was and how Loser changed that that second half, and he was really really impressive, undoubtedly. And then and then we, we can kind of look to to get people in. I mean, for anybody who hasn't seen it all, we we switched to the four two three one. 
or, or rather we stayed with the 4-2-3-1, so we didn't have the right wing-back quandary. Effectively, we had Gaspar, who I have to say had a shocking right, uh, first half. I mean, I don't want to start on a negative, but the first half he was bad defensively and he was even worse in possession, but grew in the second half as, as, as the game carried on. But fundamentally, putting square pegs in square holes seemed to work. A fantastic ball in for that first goal from, from Kamara, building up. And it's interesting to see that what Slavin Bilic is asking us to do is not just thump the ball forward. You saw him telling players off when we when we played direct. He wants to involve both fullbacks when he go when when they're going forward, as he did with that first goal with Kamara, which was amazing. We did short corners and short goal kicks, and in the first half, neither of those were really working. More of that in the second half, though. Star and Semmer both hitting the hitting the post, which was was really something. And then the worst the worst period for us in that game was that last fifteen minutes in the first half, where I thought we kind of lost a bit of control. Sierra Alta headed over from an excellent Gaspar uh, delivery a couple of minutes in. And you thought, oh, crikey, we're going to kind of, are we kind of going to lose this this game on on kind of missed chances? Stoke really pressed high for the first 10 minutes. And there was a lot of poor Watford passing at that time, which saw them creating chances. But then, I mean, I think Mark's absolutely right. Loser comes on on 60 minutes for a Spreer, who worked hard but picked up that niggly little um, yellow card. We had about 10 minutes where we just picked up about two or three yellow cards, and it just looked a little bit antsy, so to speak. Then you had the second goal, so so Hamza Chowdhury off of a cross uh, that, that came in. The ball spun out. He kind of won the challenge, and the ball looped back in for Davis, spilled to Semmer, who just forced it across the line. And as I kind of noted, you know, Billish was so much more prepared to pass far deeper, but then seemed to kind of draw the players forward and then go and play there was some lovely passages of play where he played into Cabaselli, played it to Gaspar pl- bounced the ball off of uh, off of Davis and then loser would hit the ball wide there was a wonderful ball where he then hit the ball wide for Semeter to run on we had some great pressure on uh, on the, the lad Laurent in midfield and saw Safi Davis to make it you know 3-0 finally we kind of you know loser nearly made it 4-0 with that one that just went wide and then finally bio Carl will be gloating beyond measure when we get to speak to him Bio did that yes. with that, that ball off of the uh, the outside of uh, of loser's foot which was which was really 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 something to see so cool dear oh dear oh dear however we have to come back to the fact that you know and i think we probably have to compartmentalize these things we want to talk about the game if anybody wants to talk about the game if you want to talk about your first impressions of slav and billet if you want to talk about rob not being given his chance and if you want to talk about the pot so with the ownership you can compartmentalize all of that you can talk about all of it you can talk about some of it you can talk about none of it whatever you would like to do do let us know let's add in as a speaker somebody else who is uh who is i believe in it's holidaying in sunnier climes greg hello mate greg hello mate you're there with us i'm here mate so you had a, a trying week i think it's fair to say what with uh going on holiday and being delayed for for 24 hours and then uh, and then things things going awry at the club or so it felt or so it seemed obviously after that game how, how are you feeling about all of those different things yeah, what, what yeah well welcome from poolside in Tenerife. so uh yeah um yeah i watched the game in, in a bar here in Tenerife, and uh yeah, it was good, wasn't it? It was good, wasn't it? Uh, I do disagree with you, Peter. I thought Gaspar was good first half. I thought Gaspar was good for, for 90 minutes. Oh, oh, OK. Um, right. Mate, this is all about opinions. About opinion, Mine isn't right, yours isn't right. I thought, I thought he looked far more comfortable in a four. Yeah, when, when Lucy came on, you, oh, you, you absolutely ooze his class, doesn't he? Just a, a very good performance. Our back four still gives me the heebie-jeebies at times. 
But that was a lot, lot better, wasn't it? Was a lot, lot better. Uh, Fair enough. Which, which, which members of the back four gave you eebie-jeebies, if not Gaspar? Uh, our, our, fr- our friend Cabs, uh, as as always, gives 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 me the heebie-jeebies. Fortunately, it was a serial type of game, wasn't it? He got his nut on a, a lot of things that I think uh, Stoke style um, is, is made for a serial. You know, credit where credit is due. You could not knock that performance. Maybe that is Bilic's, Jukanovic's, Fulham away. Let's hope. Let's hope. Um, still disappointed. You know, if, if we are departmentalising, still still utterly mm-hmm. disappointed with the actions of, of, of this week. I didn't think it was the right thing to do. And I still don't think, even after a 4-0, I don't think it was the right thing to do. However, you know, you, could, you can't knock that performance and um, yeah, we took the ball away again in midfield quite a bit, did we not? Particularly in the first half. We did, we uh, did. Uh, that final 15 minutes of the first half, every, everything went ragged. Particularly um, KMB. C- completely. Particularly KMB. However, if we play like that against the majority of championship sides, I think we'll find ourselves with three points. I think from a I think from a structural point of view, as I said, square pegs and square holes. Everybody came on and and did their bit, and you saw, uh, especially from that passage of play that I thought that, that I mentioned there, and and the from the inclusion of loser, and how suddenly the ball seemed to kind of roll, and suddenly everybody wanted the ball, and everybody was on the front foot. We did we did what we well we hadn't really threatened to do all season, but we knew we had the quality of in in, in the squad. To be able to come along and 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 do that sort of thing to, uh, to to an opposition team to actually kind of go in and see some of the class that we've got. I think uh, two goals in two games from Keenan Davis. I thought he looked a little bit frustrated, cut a bit of a frustration in in the first half, but the second half really just every, everything seemed to grow, everything seemed to click, everything seemed to seem to flow that bit better. Interesting to see what uh, what everybody else is saying in terms of that. Let's have a look. Let's have a quick look at the uh, at the messages in terms of people coming in. So, yeah, uh, Mark Calder mentioned, you know, Kamara was excellent. Loser changed the game today after coming on. So, you know, I think we're all kind of in agreement with that. Anybody who wants to uh, have their say, do let us know. Greg, have you uh, have you now kind of uh, got everything sorted where you are? Are you, are you, are you there and comfortably uh, comfortably ensconced now? We are. We, we, we actually fly back this evening, Pete. And surprise, surprise, we're there of delayed our flight. Uh, anybody listening on this Never, ever, ever fly with Wizz Air. They are an absolute shambles. We only flew with them. It was part of the package. My God, would I never, ever go anywhere near them again. However, onwards and upwards, can't wait to get back to the Vic. And um, well pleased with today. 4-0 away from home. Lovely, jubbly. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, look, mate. Have a have a good rest of the day, and have a good, have a better flight whenever that is when you finally get to uh, Thanks, to have Cheers, it. Lads. Thank you. No problem, mate. There you go. So that's all we need is in order to win is for, for both Justin and Greg to leave the leave the country, and everything good seems to happen. If so you want to pay for that, mate, I'm up for that anytime. No problem. <laughs> that's very good to hear. So, Mikey Abraham, let's have a look at some of these five word reviews that are coming in. Uh, Imran Loser, our game changer. He says Neil Silverstein. I still want Gino out. Uh, 
John Parslow came back and said in Potso We Trust. I think there may have been some tongue-in-cheek on that, but we shall see. Brian Edwards, Imran Loser, what a player. Natasha Wright, touchdown from Italy to a magnificent 4-0 win. Need to go away more often, lol, she says. Yeah, but you still need to count up to five words. The queen of five-word reviews there, and she's used about 84. Imran Loser, enough said. Andrew Argent, Imran Loser is the one getting an awful lot of love for that last half hour, which was pretty transformative. I think we can probably agree. Nope, Natasha has not given up. She's carrying on. Loser, our own beat, uh, our new beating heart of the midfield. Sorry, it seems five words, but he deserves it. There you go. At least somebody acknowledges that they've, they've, they've gone over overkill here. Unlike Steve McGuire here, who said, our first attacking display of the season, our first win by more than one goal, Saar back to his old self. I see what you've done there, Steve. You put about three reviews in one email. I like that. The Orn's brilliant result. Potso still out. Where was where were the Potso out protests? Well, if you were there and at the game as a certain Mr. Carl James was, you may be able to let us know, one, how the atmosphere was in the away end, and secondly, what was the story in terms of any potential protest from the away away crowd? Carl, could you hit your mic button? How are we? How are we? We're well. You sound like you're uh, in a a nice bird song kind of part of Staffordshire. Yes, yes, it's lovely in Staffordshire. I used to live here, so, um, you know, it's got got a little piece of my heart here in Staffordshire, but um, today was... um, Today was fantastic. Let's let's not uh, detract from that. A great away performance. In terms of, I just caught the, the end of what you said there, Peter. In terms of pro- protests mm-hmm. or anything like that, I'm told that there was lots of banners that they attempted to get into the ground. They were removed by Watford stewards that travel away with anybody that goes away. You'll, you'll always see Watford stewards that that go home and away with mm-hmm. go home and away with it with the majority of us they were removed by the yep. uh, by the Watford stewards so they so they weren't allowed into the ground with any protest i saw um i saw banners outside the ground but i saw none inside the ground and when i when i spoke to um, a certain person who i know was <clears throat> with the banner he uh, he said no unfortunately they were they were removed at the uh, the entrance of the ground so th- there was no protest as such in terms of songs nothing against nothing against the potsos at all um, uh, there was, you know, we sack who we want. I don't know if you guys picked that picked that up on the TV. Um, yeah, it, it was banterful, which was which was nice, and it and it kind of it was nice. It was nice. It was a it was a lovely atmosphere today. There's there's now a question. There's a question to be answered. Has the the sacking of Rob been justified? I know it's only one performance, but that was probably the best performance we've seen this season. It, you know, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. That was the best performance. I think I think I think there was absolutely no doubt that that was the best mm. performance that we've seen all first off was poor um, first off was really poor yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but the, the growing into it and the development and the inclusion of players and the putting in of players in their natural position so we didn't have people playing at cross purposes that was that was certainly yeah. there but he's playing a, he, he and he's playing in a way that he seemingly wants to play I don't know if it came over but he was really kind of having a go at the players if anybody kind of resorted to playing yeah, long. he really wanted them yeah, to play yeah. out from the back. Did that come across? Yeah, it did. Yeah, no, no. There, there was uh, there was lots of that. You know, he's very. Um, you know, I'm not saying I could hear him because you know we couldn't, but you, you can see him. He, he's you know on the sidelines with the players, which um, which which is fantastic. You know, no, no disrespect to Rob. I, I I wish he was still here, but today's performance um, makes. Makes me feel good. Makes me, you know, that's why we come to. I've, I've got up at seven o'clock this morning, Peter, to come to this, and I was dreading it. I was absolutely dreading it. I've had the, I've had the worst fucking month of my life. I've come here today, and I'm, yeah. I'm coming away a happy hornet. I'm proud. I know there'll be people that will say Potso's still doing whatever. That's fine. Okay, 
that's no problem. And I know I know one game doesn't change anything, but what it does do is it makes us together together again. What 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 all those fans that travelled up there today, they were together, all of them. Um, and it, it, it's a real big, it's a big lift for us. It's a big, it's a big three points today, a big three points. And it could be, I'm going to say it now, it could be a big turning point in our season. I think you can. And, and I think, I don't know if you heard at the start, I think one of the things, well, one of the things, definitely one of the things that we suggested was we can compartmentalise the, let's talk about Slavin Village. We can talk about the Rob going and we can talk about the ownership and we can talk about the game entirely. I, I think everybody would should want, for us to win the game, full stop. This isn't a question of, you know, I went under the patchy, people went under various different eras where you still wanted the team to win, even if you wanted regime change. That's not the point here. One of the arguments that came back and, and, and was being discussed when we saw Rob go was the fact that what people have had enough of here is is the fact that they felt that with Rob's departure, they were lied to and that he wasn't backed and he wasn't given the opportunity to go here. don't think any of that should reflect on Slav and Bilic. He's come in, he said what he said, and he's absolutely delivered in, in, in spades today, you know, c- completely, which is, which is which is super to see. Carl, I'll come back to you, mate. Um, let's go to uh, let's go to Charlie. Charlie, if you want to hit your, your mic button, you should be able to let us know what you thought of today or this week's events. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a long story, isn't it, this week? I mean, it's unbelievable. You talk about a roller coaster, but it's more like a um, it's more like a uh, a rocket to the moon and back within the space of twenty four hours with this club, isn't it? It's, uh, Just as a tad. It's 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 absolutely amazing. Um, I'm going to be a bit uh, on the fence. Listen, that was that was an awful Stoke performance. Let's, let's not. Um, I don't think we necessarily need to uh, say how brilliant we were. And I think uh, what I also love as well is only us Watford fans can turn around and say. It was an atrocious first half performance, but it was our best performance of the season so far. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I don't. I don't think that those two things are are, are wrong. I thought. Uh, I thought the the last fifteen minutes of the first half we were poor. Um, yeah, and I and I thought the players who were having poor performances showed it more in the first half, and you saw you and saw them relax in and play football in the second. Right? Yeah, and it's and it's so different. I mean, the gold cushions obviously give you that little bit extra, but it's such a it's such a bizarre thing because if you're sitting on the fence, if you if we take away the Rob um, situation completely, then mm-hmm. you know. Billich is not a bad signing. In fact, Billich is a, is a very good signing. And lot, yeah. lots of people come on here and went, oh, we don't want him, we don't want him. Well, I know several West Ham fans who actually, they text me before I even knew he'd gone, uh, sorry, before I knew he was coming, and they said, you'll be all right with him, mate. You'll be all right with him. No, he, he did well with us. We, we really liked him. And that was from three or four West Ham season ticket holders. So, I mean, he... Things aside, he wasn't a bad appointment, and um, and obviously the expressions that he was given today was great. I'm just this. this <laughs> of course, you want your team to win, and of course, you hit the nail on the head. Funnily enough, what I was going to say, where you know you want the regime to change, but you want your team to win. So you're almost contradicting yourself slightly because you know the regime's not going to change if you are getting results. And then there's the argument that they're doing the right thing. We knew. I don't know about you guys. Could you have picked that first eleven before it started? Because I could, because I think that's an mm-hmm. that's almost an eleven he's been told to play, isn't it? We've seen it before with the interruptions from the sporting director, and you will make this sub, you will whatever. I you could you could name that starting lineup before it was on the paper. And yes, we delivered. It shouldn't overshadow the fact that um, Rob was treated poorly, and sadly, I think it will. And I think um, Rob, dare I say it, will 
if we get another two wins out of the next three games on the board, we'll probably no one will remember Rob, and that's the difficulty because um, whilst there will be protests, it's like today in the ground. There are lots of things were jovial, and everyone's happy when you're winning. Um, so it's yes, I'm fantastic with the result. Great result today. We really needed it. It showed that we can actually put the ball in, got forward, etc. But you know, it always niggles in the back of your head of what we've actually got there because is it only going to take three losses and suddenly we've got somebody else in? Who knows? But I guess with everything with Watford, you have to enjoy the moment because you never know what's round the very short corner. <laughs> this, no, this is absolutely true. I think when we, we went on and had a spaces literally as the news was breaking, I mean, uh, it was Justin who read out the fact that Slavin Village had been appointed during our spaces that we were on. I think we were all too a bit shell-shocked over the... You know, the, I mean, I think the words hell or high water, have, if, if somebody trademarked them at the start of the week, they'd have made a fortune off of the media this week. And so we did. We haven't really kind of debated about Slab and Billy or how good or bad he, he, he would be. We just haven't really kind of talked about it enough necessarily because it seemed almost, well, it seemed almost positively indecent because the man, you know, Rob was, Rob was still... You know, kind of, he wasn't even yet out of the building, and he uh, he was already being kind of replaced within fifteen minutes, which I think is a record, even even for the pot. So, thank you, Charlie. Much appreciated you coming on there, sir. Pidge, I do know you mentioned that you thought Billich was a was was you know was a good appointment in and of itself. If we weren't looking at the the promises made of Rob, but what what do you think of the week and and, and especially what do you think of the game today? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, okay, it wasn't. The- the greatest of passing games from midfield, but we've done the job and 4-0 away. If someone said that at the start of the game, we would 100% take it. So, yeah, I'm delighted. Uh, I agree what Charlie says. It doesn't necessarily mask over um, what's been happening over the week. And obviously we are moving on and trying to be positive about it. And, you know, we do in the, the whole feel sorry for Rob. There is a, that lingering doubt as well. I'm going to enjoy it. Fantastic 4-0 win. I'm going to enjoy, enjoy the next few days and can't wait to see him at at home to Swansea but um, yeah we just hope this carries on because it's so frustrating because you know how good this team can be and they just don't consistently show it if we can just consistently get a run together then yeah yeah you know we'll all be happy but yeah yeah, that's the that's pretty much the main for me, mate. I'm just really, really happy that we've got a win, to be honest, mate. No, I, well, I, and I think I think everybody should. I don't think anybody should be necessarily apologetic about it. I think uh, I think Charlie made a good point, which is the fact that are we as a fan base, and every fan base is going to be yeah. we've won, good cheer, we've lost, boo, hiss. That's you know, kind of all of that. Yeah. There, there's always going to be an element of that. But what do we think about the Pozzo ownership moving forward in the light of the fact that? We've had a good result. Do we suddenly go, you know, if we if we beat Bonzi and then if we go and have a result at Blackpool, which isn't beyond the wit, we look nice and solid there. Do we turn around and go, yes, we like Billich, but we still want to see some regime change and what can we do about potentially protesting that? We heard earlier on, I don't know if you heard it, but Carl mentioned that, that banners and flags, et cetera, were being, you know, that, that were anti-regime, were being yeah. removed before people could get into the Britannia. So, you know, it's a question of how do we find these balances? I, I, I say we can compartmentalize them but we still need to kind of think about what we what we need to think about it because on the uh, we do a five word review as you know and, and there's quite yeah. a few people Chris Bone for example didn't watch conflicted feelings momentarily where are we where are we? Paul, Paul Turner said uh, you know d- didn't watch the game still Potso is out yes <laughs> but Gary Boyle who has been in opposition 
to the um, uh, to the appointment of Rob Edwards uh, since since Rob Edwards was about six months old. No, no, till he, since <laughs> from about from about game one has said, "There you go, appoint a proper manager, you win easily." So since we lost Rob, or since he was fired, there have been a fair few people who have come out and been saying, "Well." He really wasn't doing it as a manager. Um, right. It's a reasonable thing, and they and they've done it quickly in the same way as they may have done it with well, not not Garcia, but certainly with Billy McKinley. You know, I mean, he had yeah. two games for crying out loud, and that season so. we went up. He didn't want to. Sorry to interrupt you, mate. He didn't want to. Um, he didn't want to take the job on uh, anyway. To be honest, but yeah, look, hindsight's a great thing, and I was delighted when Rob took took the job at the time because I thought young up and coming manager, the the noises come out that they were going to uh, you know give him. Time Time, which obviously we've proven that you know old habits die young or old habits die hard or whatever you, uh, how you say it and um if they really wanted billets we should have got that at the start of the season and um yeah more experienced manager and like we like i've already said hindsight's a great thing and i yeah i do feel sorry for rob because it if they're giving him, they should have given him time. If Billich does it, if Billich does what a lot of people want, and, and you know, I'd love it to happen. You know, we get promoted, then obviously, you know, we'll t- they'll turn around, the owners will turn around, and say, well, our decision is. Um, been backed up with results but you know you can't get success without longevity um a lot of the time most of the time okay people pass on about the Chelsea situation where they've won trophies with constantly changing managers but most teams need stability that's the thing that we need to we need to have now and um yeah the jury's still out on that but yeah like I said I enjoy the win mate and uh can't wait for Wednesday Super stuff, super stuff. Cheers, Pidge. Are you on tonight? Yes, please. Yes, cheers, mate. Um, yeah, eight o'clock. Um, usual Tater Taylor Made Army TV on um, YouTube, Twitter, and uh, Facebook Taylor Made Army Forum uh, banter forum. Eight o'clock. Um, yeah, message in, get your opinions through. Like this fantastic um, space by the boys here, and uh, yeah, let's have your opinions on the game just gone. There you go, TMA TV available on Twitter, YouTube, and indeed Facebook. Because uh, for, for, this is one of those rare occasions where where Pidge hasn't been banned by, by by Facebook at the moment, which is nice to hear. Hi, this is Jay Demerit, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Ellie, Ellie, and now we wake. Well, let's welcome Ellie and anybody who knows Ellie. Um, Ellie, why are you not watching the Manchester United Manchester City derby? You're a Manchester United fan. No comment on that front, Pete. Sorry, no comment on that one. I've okay. got the Formula One on at the minute because, yeah, I'm I'm not happy with United either. <laughs> oh, there's a shot. There's a shot. Oh. Now, we, we, we have your four words ready, just in case for anybody who doesn't remember. Ellie gets four words that uh, if she hits them, uh, we let her know she's been caught out straight away. So, uh, yeah. Ellie. Because Ellie has has mentioned things in the past, and we we put them down, we've recorded them, and we're now going to use them against her for no real reason. Ellie, what did you think? What did you what did you think of today? And how are you? Um, I'm good, thanks, Pete. What a week it has been! It's been a very mixed emotional week, is what I would best describe it. But I actually made some notes about Rob Edward and uh-huh. the Pozos. I believe, and we all believe that. They need they need to go because they don't, they're not investing in the club. I was at the academy on yesterday morning actually because I was watching a game. It's soulless in the dome. It was absolutely soulless, and some of the state of the coaches in the academy. Oh, my I've good got your God. coaches, academy coaches. I've got your yep. one. You've only you've only got one. They all just need to go <laughs> on a nutrition plan because they're not fit for purpose. I just think you lost a manager who actually gave 
a hoot about the youth. And Rob Edwards was renowned for that with what he did with Forest Green. I just think as fans, everyone needs to grow some bananas and get some banners and get the protest going and get them going properly. And I just think today... Yeah, a win's a win, but that's not the point. The point is, if you think they've said they'd give Slavich time, they said they'd give Rob Edwards time, he will get even less. He'll be gone within four ga- within the month, I think, if, if the results don't go. go I have on. to say, I did enjoy you shortening Slav and Bilic to simply Slavich. I like that. That's, that's very J-Lo. I'm, I'm very impressed with that. Go on, what are you saying? I just think that at the end of the day, Watford as a, as a club needs to do a Newcastle. My uncle is a Newcastle fan. And they protested for years to get rid of get rid of um, Mike, Mike Ashley. So I just think we need to take a little leaf out of Newcastle's book and do it that way. Have you got, though, have you got a, a Saudi prince or uh, the equivalent of the, uh, the, the, the FIP, the, the Saudi investment? Uh, fund that's worth thirteen uh, no three hundred and nineteen billion pounds to do a Newcastle. I think this it's fairly exclusive that nobody does. No, but I just think look at what Sir Elton John said. Sir Elton John said we've got to back the manager, we've got to do this, we've got to do that. And none of it's been done and it's but just what, heartless and soulless. What he said first and foremost was, I hope, excuse me, guys, if anybody's got little ones listening, because it is nearly half past two in the afternoon, he said, and those guys have to play with a bit more fucking passion. I yes. thought we saw the bit of that today. That yeah. as, much, as much as anything, that can be left at Rob's door as much as it can the Potso and the ownership. Hemel, Hemel, sir, how are you? I'm great, thank you. Uh, and, uh, have, you been, uh, have you been to the potteries? Yes, uh, what a day, honestly. I don't... I don't think I remembered last time I uh, remember a 4-0. Well, for me, I think the last time it was it was more than three goals. Well, 3-0 was Bournemouth last time I've been, so this is the biggest score I've, I've seen away from home. And, yeah, I've been to a lot of games, so it was lovely, honestly. Um, yeah, great Good performance. Stuff. Yeah, Good stuff. It's nice to be having a happy drive back in that respect. Yeah, what did, but... what did you see? What did you see on the pitch as being the main differences between that game? I mean, obviously it's a very small sample size, but any yeah. one of the games under under Rob. I honestly think there was a bit more cohesion in terms of like even defence. They were working well together. Yeah, you know Hassan done. Kamara played really well, and yeah, they didn't really yeah, look like really scoring. Even from the set pieces, we looked quite good, which is good. Um, yeah, good to see. But yeah, obviously the attacking side of it, we really played well and got four goals, which are, you know, never, no one ever thought that they would see four goals away from home, um, even if it is against Stoke. And as I said, you know, last time we spoke, it could get toxic if, if we, you know, were one nil down. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah luckily yeah. that wasn't the issue. So yeah, we're right. Tell tell Carl to shut up when he's in the background there. Honestly, what's uh, he doing talking all over? Oh, I know. When um, when when no, is he ever not? Yeah, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's on the phone. Yeah, sorry about. <laughs> that. All right, mate. no yeah, problem, mate. Hello, no mate. problem. Well, look, yeah. safe journey back. Well done. Yeah. Well done for getting up there, and well done for the uh, the for the lovely uh, sarcastic uh, uh, the that lovely sar- sarcastic chanting, even if it wasn't a, uh, uh, a a level of protest that uh, that some had planned because they had their flags removed. Move, so there we go. Right, let's go across to Mr. John Parslow. John, how are you, sir? Hit your mic button and let us know what your thoughts were today. How are you? Uh, yeah, very good, very good. I'm. Um, I could seg. I could do a segue on the game, Rob, and the ownership, if you like. Um, go for, go for it. All three. Yeah, uh, yeah. Tell us I mean, what are you thinking? 
look, clearly the game kind of sugarcoats a lot of things today. Um, mm-hmm. So cool. uh, I, could, I, I could talk about, you know, it was, it's, it's, it's good to win. Uh, growing signs what we can do. I've uh, still got absolutely awful. It's a shame they're playing bloody Burnley and Sheffield United next couple of games because that's not going to help, is it? But um, but it but but then lots of good things coming through from that on that. I thought Davis um, should get a lot of credit actually. I I, I didn't mm-hmm. tweet this during the game because he. I know somebody said he looked a bit frustrated out there, but he was really occupying the players. That's that's bringing Saar into play. So Saar had all those chances because simply Davis is immense in getting two two players around him all the time. So uh-huh. that's all that's all quite encouraging. Obviously, loser coming on. So that, that's that's really good. Um, on Rob, um, on what happened this week, I've I've been lucky enough to meet three managers, uh, coaches from Watford in in my time ever, mm-hmm. which was one's Graham Taylor, one of Harry Gracia. Well, by meet, meeting, I mean actually have some kind of conversation with them. And I actually met Rob, and obviously you can't you can't judging just because of 10 games but you know i felt good about what you could do long term okay but um but it is what it is so and then the third point really so the big thing really for me ownership and uh yeah so i mean i think you stand back from this all and i've, I've said this elsewhere but gina's pulled off a blinder <laughs> on everybody i tell you he it's it is an absolute masterclass because sometime during the summer when things are going wrong and people saying you've got to change and doing this he's gone to his leadership team okay you guys do you know what i'm going to trust you go on we'll get the english coach in i'll let you guys do do it and he's kind of done the old hundred day thing of you know i'll well, give him a bit of time and then 60 days of the season and then he's gone to see his dad and then gone do you know what stop all this right I, I'm, I'm going to take control back i'm gonna i'm gonna regain and, and it's gonna be you know forget hell or high water it is literally my way or the highway and you know it's quite clear that now what we're going to have with a Potter ownership and and what what they've always been and quite ruthless in what they want to do. Uh, I do believe that it's ambitious. I would counter Ellie. I do believe they've got they've got ambitions for the club. I think they are in it for the long term. I think anybody thinks they're going to chase them out. If you look at the username Z model, it's not going to happen. They will be here for a long time. They might get investment in, and it's changed my relationship with it. But to be honest, I respect it. It's like you know, I will judge them down results. I won't build any uh, long term relationship with a coach. I won't get to like someone or anything. But I will judge it by results. And I I think what's going to happen at the end of the season will go up. If we finish third, by the way, if we finish third. Mm-hmm. Um, and and go up, and if we then spend a year in the Premier Premier League, right? That will mean like eleven out of twelve seasons will have been top three or whatever, yeah, in the Championship above, which is top quartile the Championship. That surpasses anything Elton John did. It surpasses, and I mean it's it, it's massive in the history of our club, um, and that's what people got to work the heads out a little bit i think on the ownership is because a lot of people get reacted by results if, so i so i know yep. there's there's this potso out thing but a lot of those people once we start winning a few games we'll start going well maybe i mean i've been consistent in my view i think they are good long term i think you have to build that for the long so you have to have some faith and trust and a lot of that trust in the softer things for me being broken but i still believe i understand what they're trying to do etc but it is it is now it's never going to change. It is going to be, it's Gino's money club. It's his way. And I, I think that's, you know, and that is going to set a lot of people, but it's also, um, you, you can look at it and go, well, if it's successful and we get up again, you know, um, is that all that matters? And for some people who sit on the fence, that, that will be all that matters, you know? So I don't, I don't expect to see many Gino pots of banners out and then at the home game, I, uh, 
you know, if I'm, if if anybody's really honest. So I don't know. I don't know what you think about that. That's a that's a few things I'm. But today's performance does sugarcoat it because it wasn't. 100% brilliant state were awful but I think progressively you lose a coming back you're going to see us I think you're going to see us start to roll, rock and roll now to be honest but yeah so mate it's absolutely all valid I mean Carl and I had a a, a conversation with Andy Collins in midweek and it was uh, it was interesting because we kind of discussed exactly what you mentioned there if you go back and you look as we have a, and as a, a lot of people have and you look back at the conversations with Andrew French which is where the hell or high water quote came from it was all with scott duxbury everything that we heard was that scott duxbury had pushed forward the 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 english consensus or the british consensus of trying to bring young british players in trying to come in with you know kind of listening to the fans and going with a british young innovative coach and somebody who you can get on board with he spoke about changing culture he was the one who made all of these comments gino was conspicuous by his absence not that we knew it at the time but he was by accounts that we hear he was resistant to that and the reason he was resistant to that is because he's looking at a different data sample size that we are we look at this model when we look at the last 10 years and we see the 17 coaches and people will talk about, you know, six years in the premiership and an FA Cup final and all of that. And that's all fine. I don't think that's what Gino is necessarily looking at. Gino is looking at 50 years worth of sample. He's looking at about 36 years worth of Udinese, you know, coming up from Serie Che, as I think where they were. I think they were in the third division and then into Serie B and then to Serie A and then never having been relegated. They bought Granada up. In six years, they bought them from the third tier up to La Liga. They sold it and then they've gone, been relegated twice since they've sold it. So that is about 50 years worth of data that they're looking at. And as I, as I said to Andy, you're, they're looking at those two relegation years as outliers because they involve the pandemic, they involve you know things happening that, that they couldn't control, etc. all of this sort of stuff. They're looking at them as statistical outliers. And the reason why people identify outliers when they're planning and when they're putting things in is because you don't think it's actually part of the common plan. So what he's done is he's gone... Well, no, we're not going to go with your plan. It, exactly as you just said there, it doesn't seem to be working for us. So what we're going to do is we're going to revert back to where we are. We're going to make a change of manager and we're, or a change of head coach, and we're going to look for that manager bound. There, there was, and I can't even remember where I saw it. I think it may have been in The Athletic. So if, if, if it wasn't, apologies to whoever I'm forgetting it, reading it, was the fact that having spoken to a lot of people who had been around in and around the time and around the Pozzos was that the new manager bounce is a large element in in Gino's consideration of how things are so maybe that's what they're looking at either way the performance here today was was you know at, at Stoke was really something go on John yeah no I was going to say no, no I, I totally agree and I think I think I, I really think people need to think about rather than the pure Gino what's out it's like what are some of the things we want to see change and and get the right agenda topics in you know you know academy you know Ellie's the, the one thing I would agree with is on academy we need to do more and and get some of those other things going but i think i think that's a five-year plan i'd like to know what a five-year plan is because they're not going to go anywhere so you, what you need to say is okay in this plan what are the things we want to see progression on and i think that would be a much better agenda to get to get on the table and and start having a 
that kind of conversation about rather than just you know completely black and white let's let's get into the gray areas and sort those out but okay yeah. i'll let, I'll as, let as, as, comment as, on what i said as well but yeah as well as external investment there was a, a report put in that, that there were discussions going on around inter, uh, external investment although in fairness that's been going on for about two or three years with very different parties i remember one who were located in mexico city uh, and there was another one stateside and i believe there was another one stateside only just recently who've been asked to potentially park conversations until it comes to March so that the club know which league division they're playing in and therefore what what their income will be, bearing in mind that at least a minimum of 50% of our income uh, when in the Premier League is is TV revenue. Actually, it's closer to about 80% of the TV uh, of the revenue is TV. But obviously, the difference when you then make it up when we drop out is made up by parachute payment. So that will be interesting to see whether or not they are able to bring in minority investment, i.e. investment that will still leave the potsos in charge, but be able to make more, potentially take, take more risks or, or leverage more finance in terms of player acquisition and going forward and trying to trying to drive the club forward we shall see the uh, in the meantime those people who will want to you know discuss potso out are absolutely free to do so and it's it's only reasonable that they should fundamentally i think if this had been any other season and we'd have seen Rob playing, a lot of us would have probably said, no, he's not really there. And we'd have probably gone, okay, it's another manager bounce. I think what so many people object to when they're talking about the disconnect with with the club is the especially being lied to. And it doesn't matter whether or not we're being lied to by Scott because he didn't think we're lying at the time and Gino changes his mind. We need to see coherent management at the top of the club and an articulation of what the plan, exactly as you just mentioned there, what is the long-term plan? Where do we where do we want to go with this? At the moment, it feels completely short-term, especially with things like the Kamara uh, selling to Udinese for sixteen million and and loan him immediately back. All just feels so so out of uh, anybody's comfort zone that it's very difficult to really get on board with it. And then when other things kind of go against the grain with what we've been told, come and communicate to us. Come and tell us. And previously in the past, people have said owners do not talk. Gino Pozzo won't talk. He's got Scott Duxbury to talk on his behalf. Well, clearly there seems to be a division. If my suggestion is correct, and only if it is correct, that you know one person wanted to go one way, one the person who makes the real decisions went the other way, and this is where we are. We really do need to hear from the club, from the top of the club. That's where it's really got to come from. Um, just some other uh, some other comments uh, in terms of five-word reviews. Julesy came back and said, bitty in places, but what a result, which I think absolutely summarises everything that everybody said there. Joe said, proper manager wins some games, playing a proper shape. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven words. Joe, great point. Be more economical in the future. <laughs> I love telling off somebody who I agree with. Uh, fantastic fantastic performance up the on, says uh, uh, Louis Teixeira. Pat says, good win, sell the club. Well done, Pat. Well done. Like to hear, like to hear that. You see, there's somebody who knows how to how to both praise and criticise in five words or less. Well done, Pat. Loser has been sorely missed, says IEM. Dan Mitchell says, Billich is luckier than Edwards. Was that down to luck? We haven't discussed it. You could you could say it was. You could say who we you know, we turned up against Stoke on a bad day, or the only thing you can do is win against who you're playing. Bevacqua WFC said Billich knows what he's doing, and Gary B. Harsford <laughs> underneath said, unlike Edwards. Come on, Gary, he's gone now. You can leave him alone, honestly. Walrus, I did like this very much. Walrus uh, or Mr. Woodstock uh, 2009 said, half-time change of manager is what's won the game for us. I like that. I like that very, very much indeed. 
Paul Fiander Turner, as I said, said five word review, didn't watch it. Potso's out. The said zero four. Mario Gaspar played exceedingly well, says Peter Ryan. Peter, I, I didn't think he had a great first half, but uh, Greg said he, he, he disagreed with me on that. You've dis, you've agreed with Greg, so that's fair enough. Um, my opinion isn't right by any means, so that's absolutely fine. So here we go. We'll make it a short one today uh, because, let's face it, it's a Sunday afternoon. You've got the rest of your weekends. You might as well go and do something a little bit more interesting instead, as they used to say on Why Don't You. Other teenage programmes not from the 1970s are available. It was a, it was a, uh, all over. It was... Easily the best performance of the season, even if there were some moments in the first half that were a little bit, you know, we went, went a little bit wobbly and Stoke weren't good enough to capitalise on it. We saw square pegs and square holes, basically people playing on the right side if they were right-footed and left side if they were left-footed. We also saw, I think it was Charlie said, I could have picked that team beforehand, but we've still got Pedro to come in. You've got horse to, to play and we've got you know, loser coming back now. That's 30 minutes for him. We should hope to, you know, maybe see 45 minutes in the, in the next game and really see some of that coherence perhaps build up. That would be really something to watch and to follow. Regardless of what your thoughts are on, on the ownership, and we can we can have individual comments about those, and we know that certain um, avenues will be a, a available to you to kind of talk about on spaces about moving moving regime and, and doing what have you. I think it's it, it's, it's important to acknowledge, as a, as a lot of people have said today, that it was a you know it's a game. This is this is about what's important. Louis Teixeira on the comments said, "Off the pitch stuff can be left for debate, but today was all about on the pitch." Loser, a huge bonus to have back. Kamara left back on the left is so much better. A quite brilliant second half. Big performance from Semmer, Aspria, and Chowdhury. What an afternoon, well worth the the trip. Uh, Gary said, "Other airlines are available. I'm sure that means something to somebody, but not me yet. We may get to there." Uh, Michael said. That result is what happens when you have a manager with experience at this level. Another person saying, nobody's having to go at Rob here. They're just saying, you know, we've got somebody in there who seems to be doing everything. Angela, hi, everyone. That's nice, Angela. Not enough people are sociable around here. Angela, hi. Thanks for joining us. Pat. <laughs> Pat came out in with Potso out. You see, he can do it on the comments and he can do it on the five-word reviews. Oh, Mal, you're absolutely right. Exactly what I just said without our Pedro as well. Lee said, let's not forget the shambles we've been promised. You're quite right, Lee. Hopefully we try to keep that all in all in sight of everything today. We, we appreciate we're juggling a, a lot of emotional um, and organisational balls with the, with, the, with the club here. So uh, it, it's hard to see. Mark started off with, uh, with you know, Kamara excellent and lose the change of the game today after coming on, which I thought was, was pretty spot on. Adam came down and said, really good performance considering the injuries we have right now. However, it's still Potso out. So there's still absolutely... A lot of disappointment around around what's gone on in the week and still wanting to see change. I think, as, as John put it, not necessarily regime change, but certainly change. But some people are going, no, we've had enough. This is now the time to move on. We shall see. Whether or not the club would be in a better position to be sold in the Premiership, my thoughts are it would be, than in the Championship and with its with its future not seen, I think the opportunity to, to attract investment and or buyout would be far bigger in the in the premiership with a a more stable position than we have been hopefully that stability can be brought along by Slavin Bilic and he's not something that allows the club to simply kind of sit on their laurels but hopefully move us all forward who knows today 4-0 a, a really really positive uh, positive performance i think we've seen two better performances over the last two uh, two games because of having you know somebody we've had to wait to see which is Keenan Davis up front to let the ball to help the ball stick for me it it happened far better in the second half than it did in the first 
But uh, everybody looked that little bit better, that little bit brighter when he was playing in and when Loser was feeding off of him as well. More to come, though, we shall see. Anyway, guys, have a lovely weekend of what's left of it, of your Sunday afternoon, and uh, we will see you for the home game against Swansea. You take care, all. You on. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.